This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you want to join a community of English learners from around the world, the Academy is for you. If you want to improve your English and finally get that better job, the Academy is for you. And if you want to improve your English fluency, the Academy is for you. So join today by going to speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Once again, www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. In today's episode, we are going to speak with an amazing woman. Her name is Linnell. This episode is really going to give you some insight on what it means to be an American. So I know that you are going to enjoy it. So... Let's get started with the interview. All right, Linnell, it's so good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a good Monday. Good. I'm always happy to hear that. Um, I'm very happy you decided to join us, and I'm looking forward to hearing your experience as an American, and I know the students listening are as well, but to start off, Linnell, I want to ask you to introduce yourself. I know you from Facebook and we've had some interactions there, but can you introduce yourself? And I know the students listening are curious to know a little bit more about you. Yes. So I am a daughter of the sun. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I'm actually from a little tiny dot in the Caribbean Sea. Mm -hmm. And it's called St. Thomas. Uh -huh. And so I grew up on a little tiny island in the Caribbean Sea. And I'll talk more about that island a little later. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in the sun. I grew up going to the beach and, yes. you know, just doing everything that comes with island life. And so I have that tropical flair. And when I was 18 years old, I got on a plane and I flew to Washington, D.C., and I attended college there, and I have been in the mainland um, United States since then. So um, I'm an educator. I have taught as a classroom teacher. I have been an interventionist. I've worked as a psychometrist. Um, I currently work at a university. I'm a disability specialist and an instructor. Nice. And so um, I love teaching. I love education. Like it just like oozes out of me. I love your energy, girl. I mean, those what? that can't see the video, I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Nice. Now I'm going to ask you this question. So a psychometrist, can you tell us a little bit about a psychometrist? What does a psychometrist do? So 
the teacher in me always asks this. So I want you to think of the word psychometrist, mm-hmm. psychometrist. Mm-hmm. So when we break down the language, mm-hmm. this part of the word that psycho means the mind mm-hmm. and the metrist has to do with measurement. Mm-hmm. And so I was trained to do psychoeducational evaluations. Nice. And so that's what a psycho, a psychometrist does. They do testing assessments, whether that's intelligence testing, IQ testing, achievement testing. But specifically what I worked as a, a school psychologist is I tested students to determine if they had certain things like autism or ADHD or um, a learning disability like dyslexia or dyscalculia. And so that's, that's what a psychometrist does. Very well explained. I can tell that you're an amazing educator, <laughs> you know, being a teacher as well. So I can kind of feel, I was like, okay, yes, I like the way you explain that. All right, good stuff. Well, very interesting. I can see that you're an island girl. I know that you're an American now, of course, but yes, yes. All right. So now let me ask you this next question. It's kind of our first question. Tell us one thing, Linnell, one thing that makes you unique or different. So one thing that makes me unique Mm -hmm. um, is that, and I don't know how unique this is, but for, I would say the, the largest chunk of my life, my favorite color was purple. Oh, really? Yes. And in the last two years, it's changed. Really? Now my favorite color is turquoise. And so I have my turquoise cup and my cell phone is turquoise. And Uh turquoise is is my new favorite color. And so, I don't know, the shift kind of came. I think it has something to do with my strong desire to uh, feel the wonderful waters of the beaches Mm. In my little island in the sun and the water is turquoise. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I I think because the beach is my favorite place. So I'm Mm -hmm. thinking that's why I've gravitated to that color. So I think that's unique. Well, we have something in common then, sis, because I love turquoise as well. I'm going to show you my plant sitting right next to me in its turquoise. Turquoise, yes. <laughs> yes, my color now. My wall in front of me is turquoise. So yes, I understand the love for turquoise as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So Linnell, can you tell me, this question is uh, going to kind of tap into the teacher in you as well. Okay. Can you give us a definition for American? What does it mean to be an American in Linnell's opinion? Mm-hmm. If you had to write your own definition in Linnell's Webster Dictionary, what would it be? Right. So I think that to be an American means that um, with God's help, mm-hmm. you are a person that has the opportunity to live a life um, in accordance to what you desire in mm-hmm. terms of you know vocation and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Um, and you are living in a place where you are free to express yourself in the way that you, you know, feel that is, that's you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I think, I think that's, you know, you don't have to fit into the mold of what others expect of you. You can be an individual, you can be yourself, you can, you know, create your own path. You don't have to follow you know, the path that somebody else follows. Mm. So I think that's how I would describe being an American. Nice, nice. Have your Mm -hmm. own opportunity. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, then, you know, America is considered a melting pot, right? It's considered to be uh-huh. this melting pot of different people coming together. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? What does okay. that mean that America is a melting pot? Right. So we know like a melting pot is like a soup where you have all these different ingredients mm-hmm. and you put them together and you let them simmer mm. and they, it just turns into something delicious. And yeah. so in America, like we are all different. You know, mm-hmm. some of us are onions, others are potatoes, some of us <laughs> are meat, but you bring it all together and you just, you know, the, the flavors combine and, mm. you know, our uniqueness and our differences, it, it just makes America like a very unique and beautiful and in terms of the melting pot, delicious place. Mm. So, you know, it's a... Right before I spoke to you, I spoke to another good friend of mine. I don't know if you know Sakima. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. You know, she's from Antigua. She's American as well. But she also mentioned pepper pot. So she yes. also brought in, yes, the potatoes, onions. So, yes, uh, totally agree. And you guys are on the same page as well. So, yes, it brings a, a different flair when everything is brought together. So, nice. Okay. Well, then, Linnell, if you had to describe what it means to be an American in three specific words, Mm-hmm. Which words would you choose and why? So the three words that I would choose would be diverse because, mm-hmm. you know, America is just a whole lot of different people, personalities, cultures, ideologies, all coming together. Mm-hmm. The other one would be hopeful. I think mm-hmm. that as Americans, we have an inherent hope for something better. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we look forward and we're, we're hopeful. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the third word would be respect. I think also as a country, we believe in protecting the rights of others, treating others as you would want to be treated. And so those are the three words that I would think about. Diverse, respect, and hopeful. Mm, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Uh, you know, uh, just to tap into that last part, you said respect. I like that as well. And um, so I'm from Maryland. Uh, you said you, you actually moved, you grew up in D.C., right? I grew up in St. Thomas in the Little Dot in the Caribbean Sea. No, but I mean when you moved, when you moved to America. When I moved, yes. It was okay. Maryland, Silver Spring, all that. Okay. Well, how old were you when you moved? I assumed you were like college or high school. But 18. Mm-hmm. 18. Okay. So that side, that part of the growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I um, realized, so I went to Tacoma, to Tacoma Academy. That's uh, in Maryland, of course, you know it. And when I was in high school, things have changed now, but when I was in high school, it was really diverse. I mean, we had Spanish, white, black, Chinese, Korean, Indian all together, and it was literally a melting pot. And now that I'm older and I'm looking and realizing, wow, you don't have too many high schools like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing the benefit because you do learn to respect other cultures. Right. Your friends right. may bring something different like, oh, okay, what, you mm-hmm. know, if you're Chinese American, your meal may be different than my meal, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. So right. you, learn, you learn to respect each other and mm-hmm. kind of learn from each other. So, yeah, I like that you chose that word a lot. I like Thank that a lot. You. All right. So what is your... In your opinion, what has your, uh, how has your life been affected by your personal family background? So again, you said that you Mm -hmm. come from this beautiful island of St. Thomas, right? Mm -hmm. And you moved to America when you were 18, but how does your family background, because again, in your household, even though you're in America, I'm sure there are a lot of things from St. Thomas that still exist in your household. Mm -hmm. 
How did that affect your life as an American? Or how is it even now affecting your life as an American? So interesting facts. Mm -hmm. St. Thomas is yes. a part of the U.S. Virgin Islands. I'm glad you mentioned that. I knew that. So, I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I actually was born a U.S. citizen because mm -hmm. the Virgin Islands are owned by the United States. Right. So it's it's very much a hybrid where I get the Caribbean lifestyle, but we still pledge allegiance to the flag. We still celebrate July 4th. Thanksgiving, all of those things, in addition to like carnival and stuff like that. It's just like an interesting, right. I guess that in itself is a melting pot, right? Because yeah. we're, we're merging the Caribbean culture with the American culture. So it's very different. We drive American cars, mm -hmm. but we drive on the left side of the street. Ooh, that has to be yeah. confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just some weird things. It is a very interesting combination of cultures. And I would recommend anybody to visit the U.S. Virgin Islands. Of course, not right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when traveling is a thing again, um, you know, please, it's, it's such an interesting, um, it's just an interesting experience to be mm. in America, but it, it's different. It's very yeah. different. Um, so that was that. That's, that's that thing. So I grew up in a single parent home. Mm -hmm. um, I have three brothers. And I would say, so once again, we're American, but we're in the Caribbean and, and life was love, life was difficult. Um, you know, my mother really struggled. Um, you know, cost of living is very high on an island because everything has to be shipped in, you right. know, and, or flew in, but mostly on barges. And so, you know, there was a lot of struggle, a lot of, you know, it was tough, but I feel like that has helped me and catapulted me into mm. the woman that I am today. Mm. So yeah, life was difficult, you know, but, um, I, I wouldn't change it, you know, cause yeah. it's, it's made me who I am today. So sounds like you, you developed a really good work ethic mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. working hard no matter what. Yeah. Right. That's, that's right. good. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you have a strong mom. That's a blessing. Yes. That's a blessing. All right. So then what do you love most about being an American? Um, what do I love most? You know what? I love that I have options that, you know, I don't have to, like I said before, you know, I don't have to go through the beaten path. I can create a path of my own. And especially at this junction right now in my life, there are so many things that I am being exposed to mm -hmm. different career fields or, you know, multiple streams of income, things like that, mm. that are now available to me that I didn't realize that I could do, but you know, it's because of the people that I'm around and, you know, circumstances and things like that. So I think being an American allows you to, to just grow and to just develop. You don't have to be one thing and that's it. You, yeah. can, you can morph, you can evolve over time and become mm. a better version of yourself and, you know, fulfill whatever purpose God has for you. And you can have different purposes for different seasons. Mm. And so I think, you know, being an American, it, it just allows you the freedom to do that. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. So then let me ask you this question. We've talked about, you know, the beautiful aspects of being an American and how, you know, America's a melting pot and different cultures coming together and the beauty of coming together in our differences. 
But if you could change one thing about America, what would you personally change and why? It would have to be just, you know, you're right. We just celebrated these differences. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, America has this dark past Mm -hmm. with difference, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, It started with the Native Americans, you know. Their, their homes were taken from them. And then, mm. you know, African slaves and, you know, just, so there, there are ramifications of those things that still exist today. Mm. And it's definitely showing up itself in the social uprisal and upheaval that has surfaced in the last couple of months in America. Mm. And so I think that that would be the one, if I could remove, you know, not just racism, but just prejudice and, you know, things of that sort. If we could just ageism, all of these things, you know, um, if we could remove those things, I think that would make for an, an even better America. Mm. You know, just to tap into that point a little bit more, there's so much beauty in diversity that when you see an individual or a group of individuals that are not able to embrace the beauty of diversity. It's kind of like you're sad for them. Like, don't Mm -hmm. you realize that the fact that we have differences Mm -hmm. makes us more beautiful because we can learn from each other and we can build on each other's strengths and so many different things. You know, living overseas, I lived overseas for about 10 years in Korea. And, you know, basically I was a dot in Korea, like, you know, Korea, you know, they, they, it's their country. So there are a lot of Koreans clearly. So when I went over there, I learned to appreciate my culture more. I mean, I already loved being an African-American, but I also learned so much from their culture. And there was this beautiful blend that now still exists with me. There are certain things I do because I was living there so long that I've adapted, I adapted and vice versa. My Korean friends learned a lot from me as well. So yeah, it, it's kind of sad when there are individuals who don't understand the beauty of diversity. So, right. so true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, this this went by faster than I thought it would. I mean, <laughs> you answer those questions like to the T, sis. So, um, again, the students listening to this podcast um, live around the world. I mean, every country you can think of. And many of them would love to come and visit America. And of course, because of the situation we're in right now with the pandemic, they're not able to physically come here. But when the pandemic does go away Mm -hmm. and they are able to travel to America, what would you tell someone about America? Something that you say, hey, you need to know this about, specifically, you know what, Americans. What Mm -hmm. would you like them to know specifically as as a last thing before they come to America? What would you tell them? Hmm. So I guess the one thing I would tell them about Americans is we are uh, curious people. Mm-hmm. So we ask questions, we're inquisitive mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just be open to the questions, mm. you know, don't necessarily take offense to questions. Mm. Um, I've even had to deal with that. Even though I'm an American, mm-hmm. I came from a very different culture. Mm. And so coming here, you know, I had an accent. You probably don't hear it now. I could change into my accent right now and you can hear it. Mm-hmm. I've had to adapt to make sure that people can understand what I'm saying and, you know, just be willing to help them understand your perspective and, and educate, 
you know, share with them why you do something a certain way or why you wear something or, you know, a habit or, you know, a ritual that you have, you know, be willing to just open and express who Mm -hmm. you are. Don't lose yourself. There are some Mm -hmm. things that you might have to, you know, you know, like Tiffany said, there's a couple of things that she took from a Korean culture and vice versa. So there are things that you could um, connect with and Mm -hmm. adapt but don't lose who you are in the process. You know, I still got my little, my little, you know, mm-hmm. tropical flavor here and there. I got my flower in my I hair. see the flower. I see the flower. <laughs> Listen. So, Listen, I see it. so, you know, there's people, pieces of myself, you know, as a Caribbean girl, as an island girl mm-hmm. that remains. But, you know, I have done some morphing and some, you know, adapting. And mm-hmm. that's okay. So just have an open mind about the whole thing. Nice. I love it. I love it. Linnell, thank you so much. I really enjoyed the conversation and I think that the students learned a lot from your experience. Thank you. Thank you. It was so fun to be here. Yeah, really enjoyed. All right, hon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to watch the full video recording of my conversation with Linnell, All you have to do is join the Speak English with Tiffany Academy by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Once again, that's www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.